Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. If you've not been here before, did you know there's heaps of episodes? So many. Just hit like or subscribe and you can listen to them all. All in them. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? So petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. This is a podcast where we talk, well, mostly about our lives, to be honest, but also classic big screen franchises such as the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe The Crown, Season 4, it's wonderful. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Potter, and now, Die Hard. <laughs> My name is Kyron Wheatley. I'm Reith McLean Nichols. I don't know. Uh, Reith Nicholson. <laughs> I'm Senior Constable George <laughs> Mooney. Today we're talking about Die Hard. What the fuck? <laughs> it's Christmas Eve in LA. California. Is Daddy coming home? Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? And New York cop John McLean has come to see his wife. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be to the lesson and the real use of power. Now, the last thing McLean wants. Think, damn it, think is to be a hero, but he doesn't have a choice. What's this one about, Reese? In a will-a-thing world. 
Bang, bang, bang. Pop, pop, pop. I'm John McClane. Don't worry, I'm a cop. <laughs> Remember back in the day when we trusted the police? Why? <laughs> John McClane is a grizzled 33-year-old. 33-year-old. What? Mm, 33. Looked at... Anyways, wow. we'll get to it. New York City police officer whose bitch wife wanted a job. <laughs> now he's making the hellish premium economy flight to LA to, I don't know, say some weird racially charged stuff to her from the get-go lovely and welcoming boss. <laughs> McLean's a man of few words, but luckily international terrorists are here to kill some randoms and save his marriage. <laughs> The writer and director clearly has some strange hatred for the FBI and Scandinavian men because they keep exploding. Blood splatter. Explosion. I'd imagine at some point you did a nervous poo. Die Hard. Oh, great. Have you seen Die Hard before, Georgia? No. Not even at Christmas? No, no, no. Very much new territory for me. In fact, you texted us last night and said, wow, this movie is wild. He just says, "Don't worry, I'm a cop." When he's on a plane, and he's like, "You're," he's, he's clearly he's not allowed to have that gun. I don't think you're meant to have your gun anywhere outside of the your yeah. jurisdiction. If I saw a man with a gun on a plane, and he said, "Don't worry, I'm a cop," that would not allay my concern. I'd be all. worried that he's a I cop. Would be, well, I'd immediately think, "No, you're not." Sounds like a lie. Or more worrying, yes, you are. And have you lost your mind? <laughs> Very intense. But I guess this is pre nine eleven, so maybe you didn't have to put. Your gun's in the overhead. <laughs> Quite early on, he establishes himself as a bit of a sex pest and a casual homophobe and casually racist, sort of all in the first 10 mins. Just the trifecta. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like it is, I found myself watching it thinking, what yes. happens to their marriage if there isn't an international terrorist attack? <laughs> like, I don't think they would have made it. I enjoyed that when the vault finally opened, the first thing I saw was a lovely Dagar portrait of ballerinas. And I thought, how wholesome, if that's what they've come for. (laughs) No, they came for the cash. What is this business? Well, it's Japan. Okay, yeah. It's just big money business from Japan. (laughs) That's what it is. Money business. Can you, and Kyron, you grew up with money. What's a bond? (laughs) Such a great question. What's a bond? James Well, bond. as a kid, I had so many government bonds. So, <laughs> Baby's first bond. Just a couple of government bonds. <laughs> did you get like a Dolomites bond? Yeah. I actually did get 50 bucks from the government when I, for, just for being born. Did you? Did we all? Or was that just your privilege? Did you get that, Georgia? 88. Yeah. Oh, sick. I'm going to have to ask yeah. my parents for that. With interest. Yeah. <laughs> Compounded daily. Yeah, because then when I was 12, I think when we were all 12, we were allowed to take it out and spend it. And by then it had become like more money. What? And I bought a bike. What? See, I was was born in the cold, cold 1990s where we weren't given anything from the government. Is that why your hands are so cold? (laughs) Yep. Born in the 90s. I was born in the 90s. 1990. That just happened. Every time he puts his hands on my skin, I nearly break my back. (laughs) Oh my God, that's cold. Am I right, ladies? Great idea starting an action movie with anywhere I can wash up. Because then he is shirtless for the whole film. I know, isn't that a relief? We've got to get that jacket off. He has the dumbest tuft of chest hair I've ever seen. (laughs) I like that they kept it. This tiny moron of chest hair right there. A moron. At the, eight, at the apex. That's a small group of chess hairs. It's called a moron. A moron. A moron. <laughs> Murder of Crows. 
a moron of hair. And also... Um, Alan Rickman. Yes. Alan Rickman is in this movie. Alan yes. Rickman! We're only allowed to watch movies with or around about Alan Rickman. Yes. Like, mm. Okay, so coming up next, the Love Actually series. Oh, heaven. <laughs> much more up to it. Now that's a Christmas oh, movie. Thank you no very much. No one's denying that's a Christmas movie. I would watch the... Um, oh, who's Amazing. the writer? Oh, Richard Curtis. Grant. I would do a podcast of the Richard Curtis <laughs> Cinematic universe. Oh. Do you want us to stop? Would you like us to stop right now and go, go back? Go back. Go back. Delete all of this. No, this is good. We can stop right no, here. No, this is Put good. In... It's good. It's giving me more of a well-rounded education and it's um, oh, yeah. catering to different audiences. Okay. So, And you know, this is the only Die Hard movie I've seen. Oh. Like, and I can't imagine is we're on the up and up. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe got better as it went along uh-huh. uh. because they were heading towards something. They're mm. not heading towards anything. As someone who has seen Die Hard 4.0, I can tell you, it does not all come together <laughs> okay. in the final movie. Okay. This is the first franchise where there isn't in the final film a, a huge battle where people just run at each other in a field. Yeah. This is the first movies that we're not going to watch. We're in the last movie. You never know. Mystical creatures are pelting hammers at things. Oh, no. Alan Rickman does come back through a hole in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) On the third day, you must look to the sunrise, and I will be standing there. But with a more consistent accent. Not really, though. Sometimes his accent was, oh, is it German or wizard? Where are we? Where are we? Reese, you love the sassy hacker. I love love a sassy hacker in everything. (laughs) And I made the point last night of saying... Every hacker that comes into an action movie is always like, bow, beat out, bow, bow, scoop it up, bow, 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 and like slapping things around. And I th- my theory is it's because they have to sit down the whole movie. Yeah. And so they have to be the most like, more personality. There's no like, I'm in. It's always like, I'm in, baby. Pew, 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 It's because it's all laptop acting and you got to do something to juice that up. And I couldn't work out, like, are the other, are the henchmen Scandinavian? Like, where are they all from? Just evil Europe. Yeah. 80s office parties seem wild. They do, Like, we've lost that. You know, we've lost that in corporate America. Says the three of us who've never had corporate jobs. Excuse me. I've got government bonds. Sorry, Again, I come back to... I tried to look it up today. Mm. I looked up bearer bond. Oh. And I read it, and I don't know what that is. (laughs) A bearer bond is a bond or debt security issued by a business entity such as a corporation or a government. Yeah, this is what people came to this podcast for. As a bearer (laughs) instrument, it differs from the most common types of investment securities... That it is unregistered. No records are kept of the owner. Oh, okay. secret money. It's secret. secret money. Yeah, we'll pretend like we know what that bond. means. Bond. Bearer bond. <laughs> I want to learn how to do one of those slidey parks with my yeah. little green beetle. I just think that would be a cool move. Perfectly slide in. Yeah, slide. Is that a drift? I guess we'll get to that when we do Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, a fun fact, my favourite fact about this movie is, one, it's not very good, and two, mm-hmm. when Snape falls at the end, mm. he... How did they film that? So, they, so much like Milo and Otis, they lost four Alan Rickmans that day. Oh, um, no. <laughs> what they, happened to Milo and Otis? So many animals died making Milo and Otis. No! <laughs> they just horrible. kept killing them. Oh, well, because... You can't look at that movie and not be like, yeah, they used the same two animals this whole time as they 
pelted this kitten in a box in down a waterfall. <laughs> and like, yeah, this this puppy and this bear are gonna get on fine. Oh no. He ate it again. <laughs> get a new one in. Alan Rickman, in order to get the right reaction, say that so they're counting down, like he did the study himself, and it, and there's a big airbag at the bottom that he was gonna land on. And they're like, five. Four, three, and then they dropped him. Oh, it's a classic move. So the look on his face is, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> Something's gone wrong with the stunt. Oh, no. That's what I used to do the exes when we would wax each other's moustaches. <laughs> three, two. Now, How just... just That's your bad. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, like, that's... So people know that that's, that's not... I get that's all not my ex-boyfriends together. The reason together. that Georgia broke up <laughs> with every one of her exes. <laughs> Just wax a man's moustache. I don't know why. Five, four, (laughs) it's gone. (laughs) And it's over. Okay. Yeah. This keeps happening to me. I don't understand why. (laughs) Why is she single? (laughs) It's gone. What do we think of his wife? Like, she seems fine. She literally has got a job. Yeah. A huge really? corporate job. A job that sent a limo to him yes. to the airport, which he seemed furious about. So <laughs> and then he's like, shut the fuck up, limo driver. You're just a limo driver. <laughs> Do you, should we have hired someone to punch you in the dick when you got off the flight? You need to kill someone in self-defense everywhere you go. I can't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm obsessed with, um, and it happens a lot in these types of movies, straight men need things to be harder. Yes. My example that I often use is um, standing up to pee. <laughs> I just sit down to pee now because it's easier. There's a lot less effort involved in it. Oh. I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Who stands up to pee? I reckon the cokey douchebag guy sits down. I reckon McLean occasionally sits down, but mm. but would absolutely be furious if anyone found out about it. Or is it the opposite? Maybe he's so stands up, he stands up to poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> that is the opposite. That is the opposite. I had a thing happen. This is an absolute side note. Mm. But it's one of those things where I think one so day it will somehow be material, but I don't know in what way. Mm-hmm. When I was in New Zealand, I saw a man and a woman on a date and they were standing in line to both go to the bathroom, I guess. And I was waiting in line to go to the bathroom and it was a bathroom that was all different cubicles. It was like gender neutral and some of the cubicles were urinals and some of them were toilets. Mm. And they were chatting. It was like clear that like the date was going well. And then one of the cubicles opened and it was a urinal and the girl said, oh, there you go, to the guy. And then it became so clear that he needed to shit. Oh, no. And it was... (laughs) Hold it in, like... Like, what do you do? Like, the pause was oh, so yeah. long that he was like, he was like, oh, I, um, uh, and she went, oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, what do you do at that do, point? Also, why don't you just say, I sit down. Oh, no. no. Sit or down. you just shit in a urinal, I guess. Yeah. Yep. There's another, there's a third. And leave the restaurant as quickly as possible. That I hadn't considered. Yeah, I feel like I watched this movie just in it like a permanent eye roll. (laughs) No one's likable, except sort of Snape because we love him and he was nice to Harry in the end. (laughs) What? It's it's hell. (laughs) You are going to hate this so much. We have three more of these. Imagine if he was on the hanging on the ledge and a single tear came out and he said, quickly, put it in. You you must put it in the... (laughs) 
The one thing I would say it has going for it is it changed. Like so many people were offered the role, like oh. really huge actors. Arnold Schwarzenegger really? turned it down. So this is his big break. Yeah. So he he hadn't been in a movie yet. He he was in Moonlighting before this. So he was like in a sitcom. But it kind of changed what a uh, action star was. This movie because so all the action movies before this were these like Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, these like impossible. You can't stop me. I'm unstoppable. Mm, and mm. this kind of changed, like, he's more realistic. He's a heartthrob. Yeah. But again, I do come back to he was 33. I can't believe he's 33 in this. But he's not He's not Rambo. No. You know, he's a heartthrob. He's, like, he's a love, actually. Like, he he did romantic comedies. He's he's that he? sort of character. Yeah. That's his... Tickle mine? At the... Ivories? <laughs> well, no, but at the time. And so putting that in an action movie, I think, right. was the... The thing that made this... It's a fun action movie. Like, I think it is very knowing what it's doing, which is pretty rare for this time. Sometimes these movies make me contemplate what effort I'd go to to survive. Yeah. At what point would you just go, ah, I'm dead? (laughs) Oh, I've thought that during some hangovers. (laughs) Ah, well. Yeah, exactly. This is over. You're not tying yourself to a fire hose and leaping off a skyscraper. No, No, I'm not getting a glass of water. (laughs) Have we talked about on this podcast before about when I was in Canada and I had had an AstraZeneca and my arm went numb in the middle of the night? And what was your solution, Reese? I just went to bed. Mm. (laughs) I just accepted it. Turns out it was just because I'd been watching a movie stoned, like resting my head on my arm. Uh. In a way, it's nice. It's like, well, if it was meant to be. Yeah. But that genuinely was it. It was like, well, I don't want to cause a kerfuffle, darling. 911, I guess. Is that what it is here? (laughs) Yeah. I like that you said had an AstraZeneca, yeah. like it was a pill, <laughs> just like a little <laughs> tablet. And I crushed it up and put it in a drink. <laughs> and it fizzed. And it fizzed. Yeah, I think I wouldn't try that hard. Like, I don't think no. I'd be scaling anything. No. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I know enough about myself to know I'm the first dead. Any of these movies, <laughs> zombie movies, not maybe not first, but because I'm quite cowardly and would probably push about four people in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human shields. I'm definitely just sitting in that group waiting around. Yeah. Trying to get coke off that guy. I'd even maybe have a wander through his corpse to find the bag. Yeah. <laughs> when the cops arrive and Snape says... All of you, relax. <laughs> Very good, Karen. This is a matter of inconvenient <laughs> timing. That is all. That's what I thought when the cops came across our six-person picnic. Oh, my God, it happened. All of you, relax. <laughs> this is a matter of inconvenient timing. Whoa, busted. No, we didn't. Oh. We didn't do that. Little dickhead. The cops did walk past our picnic the other day when we were having a drink. Oh, they've relaxed and the public drinking laws here. Classic. Have they done Sydney. that there? Oh. No. Yes, get out the shardies no, on the harbour. But the cops had clearly decided that it's fine, and we know that because they had a loudspeaker and they said, "All of you, <laughs> relax." In the grand scheme of crimes. Picnicking, yeah, like I don't. You can't drink when you're picnicking. What the fuck? I don't want to be in like a chain gang, and someone's like, "I murdered my ex-wife. What are you in for?" I'm like, "Oh, I had a forty-two dollar Pinot on a Tuesday afternoon." Chain gang. Where are you doing your time? The South in 1946. So the nice cop, right? 
lovely, friendly man um, who's talking about his feelings a lot with yeah. Bruce. The real love, the true love story of this movie. Yeah, it is, isn't now, it? That's a top and bottom story. <laughs> with all the walkie talkies, I was like, this whole movie could be just like an, a really elaborate three way chat prank. <laughs> The nice cop, he's not um, on the force because back. he accidentally shot a 13-year-old who had a fake gun, which is the most horrible <laughs> thing mm-hmm. possible. Really run over that. And then at the end of the film, he kills the baddie and it like hangs on this long shot of him holding a gun and like having just shot this guy dead and we're meant to be like, yay, he's back on the train. What? He's murdering again. <laughs> Welcome back. Mm. I've written down here SWAT team in the roses. <laughs> Don't know what I mean by that. I think that must have been the second or third bottle of wine. We'd had quite a bit of wine when we were watching this movie. Is that a call for help? That sounds like something an Alzheimer's patient says, SWAT team in the roses. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Uncle Phil. <laughs> What team in the roses? He was in Nam. Yes. <laughs> the big discussion about this movie is, is it a Christmas film? Oh, yeah. And, you know, there are three, four Christmas references by the end of the opening credits. Like, it is heavy at the top. Totally. And then we never hear about Christmas no. again. But at one point, the Christmas tree falls over and you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> Small man, big machine? Ah, the big machine is capitalism. Mm-hmm. Or... A limo. Yeah. Oh, so true, actually. Big Teddy, big limo. <laughs> I'll change it. I'll make it Big Teddy, big limo. Big Teddy, big limo? Oh, uh, yeah, opening scene. Bingo, bango. Great. Bechamel test. I mean, couldn't be further. No. Like, it almost feels like AI made an anti-bechamel test. <laughs> 100%. There's never women in these movies because they are moronic. Yeah. A woman wouldn't go near. They're either like a confused pregnant woman or a wife. <laughs> Exactly. So I'm going to change swish, 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 flick, flick, flick to bang, 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 mm. bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bang, 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 bang in this movie. Oh, yeah. A lot of bang for your buck. Kept on having to turn it right down. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Mooney's been watching the movie. <laughs> oh, mum, mum will not deal well with these when I get her into them. <laughs> this coming from the virgining tap dancer. To be like, oh, this is too noisy for <laughs> my neighbours. Tappa, tappa, tappa. <laughs> That's true, actually. Maybe when I'm tap dancing, I can just be like, sorry, guys, I was just watching Die Hard from my podcast. <laughs> A lot of gun scenes. Dapper, dapper, dapper. If only tap dancing made the sound tapper, 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 then it wouldn't be such a problem. Propped up unconscious person. Yes. Oh, yes. dead guy. Oh, daddy, daddy McChristmas. Is it on our list? It's one of my hated things that I've mentioned in the past where he catches himself with his fingertips. Yes. As if you're pelting down an elevator shaft and then you're like, oh, got it. Getting into the little, getting into the shaft, which is a podcast you can, of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Reese Nicholson and today we're getting into the shaft. <laughs> this is the problem. That's what we come mm. to these movies for. I love that we've just come from a wizarding world <laughs> and now we're like, well, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I don't think he could have done that. I know. And so there's one that I'd like to add, which is, is Georgia in this movie? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't realise, but Georgia is indeed in Die Hard. She plays the child on the phone at the start. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Head back to it. <laughs> Head back to it. 
okay. And you'll see. Does he look like me now, or does he look like how you imagine I looked at it's that age? It's how we imagine you looked at that age. <laughs> With that voice. Hello. It's like great, that great um, acting that very little children do. It's kind of the most pure <laughs> acting, I think, where they don't really understand what's going on. Like, they're not child actors yet. They're just child in a film. And they're yeah. like, hello! <laughs> Nice. I've been in the Harry Potter movie and in this one. That's great. Yeah, and you're in Lord of the Rings. You're Gollum. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ! I was I was preparing myself for such a nice compliment. <laughs> it's a cue for you to do your accent. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> See? Yeah, but I mean, looking at a woman down a down a webcam and saying that you were in that movie as Gollum. One thing I want to try adding around internet rankings is goofs people have found that don't matter. Mm-hmm. What? Is it about this podcast? Fuck-ups that the filmmakers have made. Oh. People online love finding goofs, calling them out. You know, there was no ambulance in the truck when it arrived, yep. but then there was an ambulance later on. Mm. And here's one someone's found. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, we see the building exploding from a distance. Now, the sound of the explosion is at the same time the explosion happens. But since light travels faster than sound, it should have been at least a few seconds between the explosion and the sound. And 22 out of 48 people found that interesting. Another one is um, when Takagi speaks to the employees at the party, they erupt with loud applause. Looking at the employees, none are clapping their hands. <laughs> none of them have hands. And how many people found that interesting? 17. Yeah. Out of 23. <laughs> wow. BRNZ Reviews says, Die Had. Dash, wow. <laughs> die Had. <laughs> that was just me had fucking died. it up. He actually said die hard. Okay. This movie is the ultimate Christmas movie. Despite the opinions that it isn't, I believe it is to this day. Okay. <laughs> um, Sasha Myshkina says, actually a good Christmas movie. I've got to admit, I only really watched this movie because of the many, many references in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> and I got thinking, is Die Hard really that good? <laughs> And I've got to say, that is the action movie that paved the way for all action movies. Great! Georgia, where would you like to put this movie? We have now watched 35 of them. Oh, my word. That's a lot of time we won't get back. (laughs) (laughs) Look, at the very bottom. Yep. Now you're right to go there. (laughs) You've got the first movie we did. Yeah, so I think this might have to go at number 36. The worst movie (laughs) Georgia has ever watched. Reese, where would you like to put this? I'm suspecting it's not down the bottom at 36. But it is pretty far down there. How far down, (laughs) Reese? Sorry, I just felt like one of those jokes where you sort of... Die Hard's behind you. (laughs) Thank God. I think I'm going to pop it down at... 34, only because I will probably in my life watch it again. I do not plan on watching Thor Dark World or The Incredible Hulk (laughs) ever again. Okay. God, this is, I mean, the other three only get worse. (laughs) So I actually think this is 
when I look at some of the movies I've put down the bottom of the list, like Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire at 29, oh. Ant-Man and the Wasp at 32, mm. Incredible Hulk at 34, this, I think, is a better movie Do you? than those movies. Is it as good as Chamber of Secrets, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel? No. I'm putting it at oh. 28. Oh, good to Die mix Hard's it up. going at 28. Although, I'll happily join you at the very bottom of the list for Die Hard 2, 3, and 4. Uh, and that is what we can expect <laughs> to look forward to next week. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do before we go? Just to remind people that this is based on a book. Yeah. Oh, did I not? Yeah. yeah. Jane Eyre got a lot of <laughs> got a lot of network notes. Mister Rochester has gone very bad. <laughs> but when I first started reading oh about it today, God. and I've retained none of the information, it said Die Hard, the film, as in the book. It's like what? Well, it's not the book's not no. called Die Hard. Though. Oh. Um. In the book, it does it does take place over three days. Though. Oh, good. No, draw it out. Draw it out. That'd be good. I just feel like, how do you write down? (laughs) (laughs) That's it for Simply Marvelous this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe, please. I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger. If you iTunes. like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, YouTunes, <laughs> we all tunes for iTunes. Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as well. Like and review. You can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving a review of what you think of this show. What fine company to be in. It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute. If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually, Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.